Good. And uh, while you are there and busy greeting the people, grab somebody's hand next to you. And you will see a whole of the people who are is. Can the Afrikaans understand? So I will say that the Afrikaans and the English are going and uh, Paul, it's nice to have you here. Uh, we don't speak in tongues, it's the heavenly language, Afrikaans. And uh, Pastor Jacob is also here somewhere. Uh, one of my friends and he's Afrikaans, although he's from Delmas, his Afrikaans is not that good. Uh, better than my Zulu though, Mazoti. So let's pray together. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that you're a good, good father and that we can just again express our love towards you tonight and lord we pray that, that that you will be so present with every one of us that that we will encounter you in a special way and that your holy spirit will move just as you like lord thank you for for prophet andre that is here and that that's ministering to us tonight we're looking forward to his ministry and Lord, I pray that you will use him mightily and that you will speak through him. When he shares the word, when he ministers to us, that, that we will enjoy his ministry as well. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity to spend time with you. We honor you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Let's have a time of worship together and uh, sing with the worship team together, Yaku. Weet jy het so pas gesit, maar jy mag wees tans. Breaks my power of sin and darkness his love is mighty and so much stronger The King of glory, the King above all kings He shakes the whole earth with holy thunder He leaves us breathless in awe and wonder The King of glory, the King above all kings this is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. You would lay down your life. That I would be set free. Oh, Jesus, I sing for 
this atmosphere of worship. Welcome to sit down. Pastor Andre, I want to welcome you. Uh, where's, where's the prophet? Oh, there are you. And uh, I want to welcome you now, if I may, because I want you to, after the worship, just come up and uh, minister from there. Uh, and you're welcome to do that. We honor you. We love you. Thank you that you are here and that you flew in. Uh, we, we honor you for that and uh, we enjoy your presence here. Uh, it's, it's nice to spend time with you even beforehand. And may the Lord use you mightily. Uh, let's stretch out our hands towards him. Lord, we pray that that he will enjoy the time in Centurion, Levin of Word, and that he will uh, also just enjoy your hand upon him as he ministers tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's take up an offering and, and, and say to the Lord, Lord, thank you for your provision over us. And thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to sow into a ministry as well. We want to, to sow into his ministry and into what the Lord is also doing in South Africa as well. So um, let's do that. And, and with a thankful heart, honor the God, honor, honor God also through our offerings uh, as we worship further with Yakuinati.
Tell your neighbor you could glorious glory. Yerlikate. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Well, bless the Lord. You can be seated. It's good to see people coming all the way from Vereniging. Um, blessings to see you all the way from Vereniging. Drove all the way. And then I'm not even going to try and say your name, my son, because I'm going to get into trouble. So I'm just going to say my son in the front here, God bless you. And that's all the way from Limpopo. Is that Limpopo side? Praise God. God is good. Amen. God is building a nation. Pastor, it is such a blessing to be here. I'd rather be here than the best prison in South Africa. Amen. That was funny. Okay. Tonight's word, tonight's word is a... An introduction, an introduction to the realm of how God sees the song of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a certain sound that God has got. Um, a mysterious sound that when that sound is heard, it makes devils tremble. Somebody say amen. You know, when Jesus went to the cross and he said, it is finished. It wasn't just a normal shout. He was blowing a shofar. He was blowing a majestic sound into the atmosphere. And he was saying, it's done. It's completed. It's klaar gewen. Not we are going to win. We One day we will win. No, we've completed this thing. We've done this thing. But when he said it was finished and he shouted those words, those words, they've never, ever left the planet do you know every single word that you've ever spoken has entered into the realm of the unseen and if you could have a machine you could pick up those words every frequency you could pick them up so when I say the Lord bless you those words are in the spiritual dynamic in the spiritual atmosphere and occasionally people like us Somebody say amen. Angus Buckham taught us how to say amen. Amen. Thank you very much. And we thank Pastor Angus for that. Amen. We thank him for that. Before Pastor Angus came, you know, we were, our amens were like this. And the Enche amen. Remember the Enche amen? The Enche amen was, was like, the Nokia. Yeah, in here, in here, in here, in here. Um, guys, I'll explain to you afterwards what I was saying, okay? <laughs> I'm just getting them back. Because when I go to their churches, I don't know what's going on. They're speaking in tongues. No, for none can they can tell Hallelujah. We're building a nation. Amen. My message tonight is, is simply the realms of the songs that we sing. Most of us think that we're singing songs. We, we're singing songs and we think they have no power. But when a child is born and a child is restless, a mother would take that child and put the child, are you with me, in her arms, amen? And she would sing a lullaby. Is any mothers here that can remember any lullabies you would sing? Any mothers here? Like, sleep my baby, don't you cry. And to see the oak at the back, there's falling asleep and shh. Uh, you know those lullabies? 
Okay? After about singing five or six lullabies, the lullabies change, don't they? Kom hier so, man. Jij hebt die kind gemaakt. Vat om, man. Maak hem slaap. And all the men just say amen. Amen. You know, it starts off with mommy saying, Oh, it's Sleep, my baby, don't you cry. Mommy's gonna buy you. Uh, 40 minutes later, yo, that woman turns into something else. And if you're wise, you take the child, you put the child in the car. Hey, guys? And you start the engine. And you drive around the block a couple of times. And as you stop, the child wakes up. But songs have power. They have power. Amen. The Bible talks about a man by the name of David. David was anointed by God. I'm trying to see the time at the back there. Is that the time really? Oh, it's only half a seven. For a moment there, I thought it was... David was anointed. I'm scared of Pastor Voter. David was anointed, and he wrote a lot of the Psalms. And you read the Bible, it talks about all the Psalms that David wrote. So David was a pretty much a good singer, and he would write all these songs. And each song he wrote was not a song that was known by another person. They were not songs that were, um, that were passed down from one generation to the next generation. Most of what we are singing right now and what we were singing now were the songs that were written by somebody who had an original revelation. And that person that had that revelation, that original revelation, wrote that song down and were inspired by that song. It had a lot of power. It meant something for them. Then it was given to the body of Christ. We took those songs. We embraced them. We made it our own. But there's another sound that's coming into the earth, a sound that is majestic, a sound that is royal, a sound that has incredible power. And that is the sound that God wants to give us in the, in the realms of the prophetic, which means it's the thing that God wants to say now. And it's going to be a little bit difficult for the church to understand this as we move towards it. But I believe as we begin to grow towards it, hallelujah, we'll begin to embrace more and understand why God would do that. Why would God come in and disrupt our songs to give us a song that we've never sung before? Now, most times we would go into a studio and we would spend hours and hours with musicians and work with uh, sound engineers trying to get a certain sound right or a certain song right. And sometimes it would take, what, six months and seven months. Some people have, you know, uh, a writer's block, a song block, and they don't write a song for two years. But when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, there's a sound that comes. And every single one of you can have that sound. Now, that sound doesn't have to be a perfect sound. It doesn't have to be a perfect pitch. It doesn't even have to fit in. The reason why, you see, there's one thing that God wants, my Father, more than anything else. He doesn't want eloquent speech. Because David said, I'm not a man of eloquent speech. He wants an eloquent heart. An eloquent heart can sound like a frog. No, it can't. It can sound like your husband in the shower. But if you love him, 
and that husband of yours is singing in the shower, it does something to your heart, doesn't it? When you're driving a car and you're driving and you just and your wife starts humming and she sings a little song. That does something to your heart. Now maybe you guys never sang that song. Of course, you guys never sang that song before. Okay, that means my, my, my it's, I can't explain Afrikaans songs. Let me explain it this way. All Afrikaans songs are about love. So whenever you hear someone in Afrikaans singing, it's about love. Just remember that. Or captain. So to get God's heart, to really get God's heart, sometimes God wants us to have something that comes from our heart. Just that little song, I love you. Why don't you try that right now? All of you, everybody here. Just tell God, I love you. Now watch this. Because you are the one that gave your life for me at Calvary and though I'm weak my Lord I will not fear my God cause you're the one that I adore now I just made that up never sang it before it's the song of the Lord. It comes from deep within your heart. Everybody stand up. Sing to Him a new song. Whatever you want to sing right now, sing to Him. Sing to Him. Whatever you want to sing to Him. Whatever you want to sing. Open your mouth and just sing to Him. This is my new song. Doesn't matter how you sound. This is a new sound. This is a new song. I'm singing to you. Now sing to him. Lord, I love you. Yes, I need you. Lord, I love you. Yes, I need you. This is my love song. Come on, church. This is my love song. Deep within me. This is my love song. La 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 la. La 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 la. Making melody. La 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 la. La la la. This is my love song. Come on, church. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Come just, just love him. Just love him. Can anybody whistle here? If you can't sing, how about just whistle? Freedom. Freedom to love God. 
to worship Him with your breath. This is my love song. This is my love song. Song of love to you. Song of love to you. From my heart, from my soul. There's a flow over you. Amen. Just fall in love. My own. You can sit down. You can lay down. Doesn't matter. Just love him. This is my love song. Just love him, guys. Hold your wife. This is my love song. You can love God with your wife. <laughs> this is my love song. Now, just quickly, just quickly. The times, oh God, I felt so weak inside. There's times, my Lord, I felt you were nowhere around. I doubted you, God. I doubted you. I didn't believe. I didn't believe you, Lord. But yet I stand. I'm still standing, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You never gave up on me. Sometimes your song doesn't even have to be a song. It can be spoken. Your song can be spoken. This is my love song. Because a song is a melody. It's a melody of love. Amen. Can you give the Lord a praise offering? Hallelujah. Well, you can be seated. Amen. So what we're going to have is this culture of, this culture of incredible love, amen, that we're going to have for God, amen. Somebody say amen. And just land up singing. I believe it's going to help you, especially if you're going through all David's pain. Remember, David went through some stuff. I reckon David sang so much because David went through so, so much stuff. He was rejected by his own family, re- tried to be killed by Saul. Everybody rejected him in every area. I mean, the, the boy went through some stuff. Yet, I reckon during the difficult times, he would sing things like, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I don't really have a good voice, by the way. Um, I'm just pretending I have a good voice. Because in that way, I have the faith to show you that we can all become ridiculously anointed by just having fun with God. So when the anointing comes off, you just back to square one. It's like, but I can just imagine David, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and he leads me to greener pastures Lord is my rock He is my fortress Now that's what David would sing And, and when David sang that It wasn't something he got from Australia Or from America He got it from his heart He got the song From his pain Do you hear what I said? 
He got the song from his fears. May my enemies fall into the trap that they set for me. May my enemies fall into the trap that they set for me. He didn't sing that because he was like, he sang it because he was going through some stuff. Amen. And I believe there's some stuff that the church is going through that demands a special sound. And that sound's going to get God's attention. In the book of 1 Samuel, in the book of 1 Samuel 18, hallelujah, that's in the New Testament for the new converts, right after Matthew. 1 Samuel 18, someone's actually going there. 1 Samuel 18, I want to read verse 6. But before I read verse 6, I want to draw your attention to the book of Deuteronomy 32, verse 30. Deuteronomy 32, verse 30 says that one would put a thousand to flight, but two would put 10,000 to flight. How many of you believe that? Amen. That simply means, sir, my brother with the purple on, is that your wonderful, glorious, amazing? Oh. Wait, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. She is the one and only. She's never been wrong. And I've always been wrong. The day I married her, I threw away my checkbook. She's got the signing powers That's why I'm working so hard When I started, I had all my head But Mary, you been so good I've become so blessed <laughs> Bless the Lord Give me some skin, buddy. <laughs> Yo, Don't hit me afterwards okay. Now we're just having fun and that was in the spirit, by the way. That was just having fun. Amen. But that woman next to you, she's more than just a woman. She's your 9,000. Because the Bible says that one will put 1,000 to flight, but two will put 10,000 to flight. That means that if you're an individual, you need to get somebody to agree with you. Even if you're a young man and you're not married, you need to find somebody that you can get into agreement with. Softer. Even if you are a single woman, you need to find a prayer partner, a woman, that you can agree with. Because one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand to flight. Sometimes the attack against you is a ten thousand attack. But you've only got one thousand. And so you are being dealt with by the enemy and you're not winning. But if you could get someone to agree with you, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We can invoke God's presence. We can invoke God's power. We can invoke God's healing. We can invoke God's deliverance. Somebody say amen. And so it's important to find spiritual partnership. Now the Bible says one will put a thousand to flight, but two will put ten thousand to flight. 
Now I'm going to read the scripture to you and I want you to listen carefully so that the revelation can pop up out of the Bible into your heart. Amen. Somebody say, Prophet Andre. Hey, call, call me Andre. Say, Andre, you're really, really preaching well. Thank you. I really, really, really appreciate that. Now, you can say it whenever you want to. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Amen. I just got you to agree with me. Mm. Amen. Now, listen to this. 1 Samuel 18. I'm sorry I'm so happy. This is how saved people look. <laughs> you, you do understand, right? That some people are born again, Pastor Voter, but their face isn't. I mean, they're going to heaven, but their face is not saved. I want your face to be born again as well. So just smile, pretend you're happy. One, is my Hallelujah. Because I was in Worcester preaching in Afrikaans. And the, and the pastor got up and he said, Vachabiki, and he got a man to stand next to me. And I continued preaching in Afrikaans, and the guy started interpreting my Afrikaans into Afrikaans. <laughs> so that's that's when I got that's when I got the revelation. <laughs> that Afrikaans is a heavenly language. It's no earthly good. <laughs> for me, for me, for me, for me. Yeah? Savor coffee copital Afrikaans. Rond op die tong. Oh, let me interpret. Pure Afrikaans round on the tongue. You see, it just doesn't work, does it? All right. 1 Samuel, let's get into the word quickly. 1 Samuel 18, verse 6. And it came to pass... As they came, when David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistines, that the woman came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing, amen, to meet King Saul with tambourettes, with joy, and with instruments of music. Now, let's just talk a little bit. So here these guys are coming back, Pastor Voto. They're coming back from a battle. They've just destroyed the Philistines. It's an awesome time. It's the custom of the woman to come out and to celebrate, amen, to celebrate the kings. Now, I would like to see that. I would really like to see that. When your husband signs a deal, amen, and he comes home, I'd like to see the wife run out with a tambourine going, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, guys. Wouldn't you like to see that? Wouldn't you like to see your wife, amen, running out with a nice dress, with a tambourine, singing, because you had a victory in business, you signed a good deal, or you made some bucks, or you made a sale? We don't have that. All we have is a woman running out to grab the checkbook. <laughs> but these women, they came out celebrating the men of that town. And they celebrated so much. But listen carefully to what the Word of God says. The Word of God says they were celebrating King Saul. So this is the king, and the honor should be to the king, because the king is the one leading the army. But when this prophetic thing comes on them, 
their action becomes different. Please listen to me tonight. Their motive was to celebrate soul. That was the reason why these women came out with dancers and with tambourines. They came out to celebrate soul. That was their reasoning. That was their purpose. We come to church and we have a purpose to worship a, a certain way. We're worshiping Jesus. We're worshiping a certain way. We're doing things a certain way. But when the prophetic anointing drops down, things start to change. Things start to become radical. Now listen to what happens here. This is very important. I'm going to read it one more time. They came out singing and dancing to meet, to meet who? Somebody say King Saul. So they're coming to meet King Saul. Their motive is to meet King Saul. It is so important that you get this revelation. With tambourettes and joy and with instruments of music. And then they started to sing, Pastor Vota. But when they opened their mouth, the Spirit of God came upon them. And what came out of their mouth was not the original intent to celebrate Saul. But what came out of them was the song of the Lord. And the song of the Lord sounded like this. And the woman answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his 10,000, his 1,000, his 1,000, my God, and David, his 10,000. They came out with a motive. They came out with a motive to sing a Pacific song to Saul. But as the Spirit of the Lord came down, the Spirit of God could only sing the song that He needed to sing at that moment. And what had to be sung that moment was not the song that the people wanted to hear or Saul wanted to hear. It was the song that came out of the heart of God. The song that came out of, oh, it came out of God's heart. The deep, inspired truth about how God feels about David. And this is how they sang. Saul has killed his 1,000. But David has killed 10,000. Oh, Saul has killed his 1,000. But this David anointed by God, this David that's chosen by God, this David that's yielded to God has killed his 10,000. There's something about the song of the Lord. It alters the way things are done. Then the Bible says this, that as soon as Saul heard these prophetic words and heard the song of the Lord the Bible says he got wrath the saying displeased him and he said they have ascribed unto David 10,000 but to me they've only ascribed but a thousand and what can he have more but the kingdom you see the prophetic song of the Lord will cause people to get jealous. You're not getting it, eh? 
When you start to sing the song of the Lord, it has so much power, it will cause people to get jealousy. It will bring people into wrath. You sing a normal song, everybody loves it. You sing the song of the Lord, religious people get irritated. We don't understand what you're doing. Why are you doing this? You need to understand it's a spiritual thing. Just jump in. You might not understand it. Just jump in. Let's be spiritual. Amen. Let's become Holy Ghost driven people of God. Amen. So when the worshiper comes up here and they're busy worshiping and suddenly you'll see them on Friday. You'll see them on Friday. Amen. When the worshipers start coming here and they start to sing the song of the Lord and suddenly they're singing, you know, this song that everybody knows and the next one they go, So has killed his thousand, but David ten thousand. Oh, 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 so has killed his thousand, but David has killed ten thousand. Come on. Soul has killed his thousand. Hey, but David has killed ten. Come on, here we go. Soul has killed his thousand. But David has killed ten thousand. Soul has killed his thousand. David has killed his. Now instead of singing Delray, they'll start singing David, David. So any fucker can lay. Yeah? Then somebody's like, what on earth is this prophet on about? He just took Delaray and made it David. Well, that's what the song of the Lord does. The song of the Lord takes everything that's messed up, amen, and everything that the world sings, and while they play it on the record, your mind is singing another song. Amen. Come on. You don't have to be polluted by the songs of the world. Just filter it to the Holy Ghost and sing back to God a different song. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Like the Beatles. He loves me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sing it to Jesus. Don't be offended. What I'm trying to say is, when you have the Spirit of God on the inside of you, there is so much light that darkness is altered and everything is worship. You worship God through everything. Even if the devil tried to come next to you, you'd still get out the way and worship God because your eyes are only on one person. Your eyes are on Jesus Christ. Your eyes are not on the world. Your eyes are not on demons. Your eyes are on Jesus. And that's an offense to somebody. That's probably why I did it. Now, I'm not saying come over here and sing Beatles songs because we all know where they are. Because they said that they're bigger than Jesus. Now they're gone. And Jesus is still here. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is simply this. I will not allow myself to be subject to a world system. Mm. That means if I'm in a supermarket and they're playing something, I'm not going to let those words get into my mind. Because you know what? You can sing those words subconsciously. How many people know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I got a feeling, and you don't even know the song, do you? But you, you go into the supermarket or you go into the spur, are you with me? And those words are there. Now don't sing those words because those words are demonic. 
I got a feeling Jesus Christ is coming back. Jesus Christ is coming back one day. You know? <laughs> Hallelujah. This song, see somebody saying amen. I'm saying just don't let the enemy be affected. Don't, don't be affected. Just filter it all. Just filter it all. Just filter it all. I'm giving God glory. I'm giving God glory. I'm giving God glory. And the song of the Lord starts coming on the inside of you. You'll see God, you'll make melody. Are we okay with that, Pastor Vodra? I'm just trying to be a little bit practical with people because I don't want you to walk into any place where these people that have sold their souls out to the devil with the hidden messages and subconsciously those songs come into our mind. How many people know what I'm talking about? You're born again, spiritual believers. Say amen. amen. And then you go home and that song repeats itself in your head. Am I right? And you're trying to get that song out your head and it repeats itself. So the only way to get that song out your head is to turn the song of the Lord on. Amen. I say turn the song of the Lord on on the inside of you and start singing God. I promise you, the moment you sing God's words in that song, the devil in that song goes. Amen. The memory of that song even disappears because God fills. Amen. Amen. Now, the lady in the front is about to tell me how much time I have. She now told me, I now have 20 minutes. It's official. How many people are enjoying this meeting tonight? Amen. Amen. All right. Now, I, I'm very, very, very spiritual. So trust me, I don't like the world's songs at all. Are you with me? But what I don't like more than the world's songs is the satanic power that causes that song to come into my mind or to wake up with that song. Are you with me? What hurts me the most is when my children, are you with me? Your children, who are six and seven years old, start singing that song because they heard it on the radio. So being prophetic like this means that we're teaching a culture that no, we're not going to let that come in. We'll rather let God out. Hallelujah. And these women, they sang that song. Now, I asked myself this question. How powerful was that song? Because when I started in the beginning, I said to you this, I said, the words that you speak, they, they stay in the atmosphere. Now, if the song of the Lord is powerful, my father, then surely the song must go into other camps. Otherwise, whatever I sing here can not only be heard in this auditorium, it has to also be heard in the camp of the enemy. Somebody say amen. Your victory song has to be heard against your enemies. So I began to realize that not only did Saul get affected by the song, this song irritated him. This song gave him a nervous breakdown. This song that these women sang was the radical truth. But there's a problem, church. Who gives David the right to have 10,000? Well, it starts off giving us the answer. Now read with me 1 Samuel 18 verse 1 and we're going to get the key to this power. Are you ready church? And it came to pass when he made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own. Bang! Bang!
What gave David the right to invoke the song of the Lord? He found agreement. He found agreement. Deuteronomy 32 verse 30 says, one will put a thousand to flight. Two will put 10,000 to flight. When you read the scripture that they sang the song, that David killed 10,000, you have to ask yourself, who gave David the other 9,000? And that was Jonathan. Jonathan and David were connected. They were in partnership. And the moment they came into partnership, there was divine agreement. That divine agreement invoked God to move. And how would God utter his prophecy? How would God utter his acceptance? How would God invoke Deuteronomy 32.30 into the hearts of the people? He invoked it by putting the spirit of prophetic psalmody on a bunch of women that the spirit of prophecy would come upon them and they would begin to sing a song. And that song would have the power of Deuteronomy 32 verse 30 on it. And it will be a public proclamation. A public manifestation of the heart of God for what God was doing at that very moment in Centurion. So let me tell you this. That when the song of the Lord comes, in the next couple of hours... And the worshippers coming to this building, aren't you excited? Bring your sleeping bag. Aren't you excited? Bring your cushion. Aren't you excited? In this 7 to 7, there are going to be songs sung. Heavenly, divine songs. Some of those songs will hit you because it's for you. Some of them will be prophetic declarations for us. Those songs will have power. Those songs will have legal rights. They will break the old jars and put in the new jars for new wine. But not only do those songs have power to touch the soul of your generation, and not only do those songs have power to bring prophetic declaration into your life, to give you that which is needed in this season, which is not just another half, but more anointing, more power and more grace your association is important therefore but these songs they travel in the spirit realm go with 21 1 Samuel 21 tells us the story of David the song now has caused Saul to chase him and David is running away from Saul he's running away from Saul but he has no place to go so he finds himself a, a group of people with a priest Abimelech oh, oh how do you say it Abimelech yeah Abimelech and he finds this priest Abimelech and he says to Abimelech this he says listen sir there's some spies here and I'm trying to do some king's service. What he's actually saying is, I'm trying to run away from a person who's trying to kill me. He says, do you have a weapon? <laughs> Watch this. And the guy turns around and says, you remember that time? Can you see this quickly? The song of the Lord will always get you to remember something. Mm. 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 
It was the song of the Lord that caused Saul to hate you. It was the song of the Lord that caused the trouble. Yeah. Normal songs don't cause trouble. Songs that are prophetic cause trouble because they're prophetic. It's amazing. And now this song that the woman sang, there's women are trouble, eh? Those women are trouble, guys. I'm serious. It doesn't matter where you go to. So Weto or Centurion, guys, women are trouble. <laughs> and they trouble for the devil. All the ladies in the house say amen. If that woman starts saying something over her husband, you know the devil's defeated. It doesn't matter how much you've lost financially. If your woman turns around and sings, sings to you and says, You are overcomer. I promise you, you will overcome. Because that's the song of the Lord she's singing to you. Maybe you should start singing to your husband. Amen. Next time he goes to something, stop fighting with him. Stop shouting at him. Just sing. Wait. Wait. How did they do that opera thing? Just help me here. It's very difficult, eh? No, I can't do it. I give up. Just whatever you do, don't sing that song. That song is going to make your husband run away. <laughs> so brother at the back said, amen, prophet. I can see you're a prophet. I've been there. It's okay, my friend. Be with you. Not you, the other guy. Right at the back. Right at the back. Yes, you can't see him. So far. All right. And so this guy turns around and says, uh, David, there is something here. It's, what does that mean? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just getting used to the culture here, okay? All right. We black people, we don't have those things. <laughs> Sorry, they've got, um, they've got like a, a timer. Are you with me? Amen? A timer. That's why I say we black people. I'm, you know I'm black, eh? I am. Especially in this church because there's no lights on. <laughs> Relax. We accept it's acceptable now. I'm just joking. It's a joke. They have a timer here. If you go to Soweto or you go to my brother's church, my son's church here, they, they, they just get up and walk. Just go home. <laughs> and that's usually after what, six hours? Is that six hours? Am I right? When this man of God teaches, you must listen to him preach. It's amazing. He says, we're about to close. Three hours later, you're still closing. I don't know what he's closing. Are you closing parliament? Because it takes a long time. <laughs> Enjoy the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Please don't be angry with me, okay? All right, if you're angry with me, I'm going to tell my mother. She's a little Portuguese woman, like this high. She will fly here. She'll probably cook you a nice meal or something, but she will. F All right, 1 Samuel 21 says this, that this guy turns around and says, the sword of Goliath is here. Can you believe that? 
Otherwise, God wants to remind David, watch this, God wants to remind David that, hey, David, you had a victory. Hey, David, you killed and defeated your enemy. Now, you're running away from a small enemy, but in the days gone by, you defeated a big enemy. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Amen. Some of you have defeated some big things in life. Somebody say amen. amen. Then a small thing happens and you conk in. But sometimes God has to remind you that you had a victory somewhere in your life, sir. There was some time in your life where you had a lot of difficulty financially and you overcame it. And now it's one month's payment you're worried about. Please, God wants to remind you you have the victory. God wants to remind you that he did it for you in the days gone by. So that's the first reminder that God gives David. The sword of Goliath. Then David goes to Akish. Now Akish is the enemy. Akish is part of the, the tribes of the Philistines that have been left behind. Are you with me? From that first battle. And now David decides in his heart. He says, now Israel doesn't want me. That's bad, eh? When you wake up one day and you say, the church doesn't want me. That's bad. Israel doesn't want me. David is, Saul is trying to kill me. Are you listening to this? Jonathan is no longer around. I'm alone. Let me go to the enemy. Let me go to the enemy and see if the enemy will accept me. Watch this. Are you ready, church? And the servants of Akish said unto him, Is this not David, the king of the land? He's not the king of the land. How does Akish... The king, the prince in the Philistine camp of the enemy know that this person over here and this person over here and that gentleman over there have been anointed by God. What I'm trying to say is the enemy knows who you are. Because when the song of the Lord and prophetic declaration goes over your life, it doesn't just stay here. It goes to the ears of your enemy. Now the Akish your enemy is looking in your face and saying I know you and then the king the prince Akish is prophesying even the enemy knows how to prophesy David is not king yet come on guys get a revelation he's not king Saul is king but Akish says this is David the king of the land the king of the land. The king of the land. The king. Sometimes your enemy knows more about you than you know about yourself. Sometimes your enemy believes in you more than you believe in yourself. Sometimes, oh, you are getting a revelation. But how would Akish know who this David is? The next verse tells us why. Did they... Well, I love the Bible. Did they not sing? Hello? Hello? He come again? He come again? He come again? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousand, but David has slain ten thousand 
What? There's the same song. The same prophetic song. But this time, it's not in the ears of Saul. It's the ears of Akish, the Philistine camp. And he's saying, I don't trust this David. Because there's something about the song. What the heavens. And David laid up his words in his heart. And he was afraid. And he changed his appearance. Began to act mad. Because back in those days, if you acted mad, then it meant that you can't kill the man because then you'd become mad. David go on crazy. That song will make you crazy. There's something about the song of the Lord. You mustn't reject it. Don't hold it or try and box it. It's the song that comes from deep within God's heart. Brought out from His holy word. Somebody say amen. Brought into the earth. Come on church. When the song of the Lord is sung in this house, it will change a generation. It will change your children and raise them up in the mighty name of Jesus. When the song of the Lord is sung in this place, it will shake the powers of darkness. It will keep you alive, preserve you, my friend, and raise you up again. When the song of the Lord is sung, the song of the Lord is sung. When the song of the Lord is sung, it will change your generation. When the song of the Lord is sung, when the song of the Lord is sung, when the song of the Lord is sung, the unexpected supernatural impulse of God's heart and desire sung back to God through his bride changes a generation somebody give a little praise offering come on give a little praise offering come on give the Lord a shout of praise give him a shout of praise All the things we're singing tonight, nothing's rehearsed. Nothing's ever been sung before. Yeah. We've never done it before. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Just allowing the Holy Ghost. Amen. I don't even have a voice. My voice sounds good because the sound guy's good. I'm going to move this mic and do some stuff and tweak me a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> my closing scripture. This is my closing scripture. It's pretty good, eh? Pretty good, eh, guys? What do you say? Are you blessed tonight? What a revelation, eh? But you know, the Bible says that if you establish doctrine, it must be established by one. No, by two. Two. And, but if there's a third witness, that means that it's really powerful. So if you can get three agreements together, that means it's important. Would you agree? So Jesus must be important. Because the whole book is about him. <laughs> My, my closing scripture is found in the book of 1 Samuel, believe it or not. What a revelation. 1 Samuel 29. Hallelujah. 
1 Samuel 29 and we're going to read verse 5 now let's, gonna go, let's, let's do this let's read verse 5 but look at me first Akish now has taken David, watch this, he's taken David, David has become a mighty warrior of Akish. I mean, they're fighting, man, they're powerful. <clears throat> a major war begins to take place. <clears throat> Coca-Cola gives life. Don't drink that, okay? It's not good for you, not good for you. No, it's really not good for you. Um, that's the reason why I've See what the song of the Lord does. It's your water. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm batting with my stomach. I blame it on Coca-Cola. You know, I used to have a six-pack. Now I'm like, got a one pick. it's not good, eh? Because when I sleep, I don't know which way to roll. How much time do I have? Do I have time for a joke? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you see, when you, when you start getting this stomach, stop buying shoes with shoelaces. It's just, I've just, it's not a word of knowledge, I'm just sharing with you. Because it becomes very, very difficult when you're this rounded to bend over and tie shoelaces. So try and get these. These are really awesome. You can get them anywhere. They don't have shoelaces. You can just put them on, just slip them on, and you see that? All the men with big, you know, say amen. These are miracles. I promise you, the guy who invented these things, he was big. <laughs> All right, back to our message. Sorry, Pastor Voter. I just felt I, I, you needed to. Oh, I see you also got one. <laughs> Eight kafang. I caught him out. Eight kafang. I caught him out. Hunaflesh. What does that mean? What does it mean? Hunaflesh. I felt it. So, just the two of us. <laughs> and so, uh, I really am saved. Amen. I'm just. I love Jesus. Amen. And um, so they, they get back from this thing and, 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 and Akish is taking David to meet all of the princes now. They, all of the guys, all the biggest military guys are getting together and they're all coming together. It's like this big fight going on. We're talking about massive fight, war going on. David's walking there, typical Captonian. <laughs> David's walking in there. All the Philistines are walking. David. <laughs> and uh, the princes, they, they look at David and they say, hey, Akish. No, it must have been, hey, Akish. <laughs> you know, because it sounds like a cough, you know what I'm saying? Akish. Akish. Come here. Akish. Come here. I mean, on a cold day, imagine Akish is sitting there, all these, everybody's there, it's like, 
typical nice Cape Town weather, no rain. You gotta remember, when Pastor Vota said, Andre, come to Pretoria, Centurion, the first thing that got in to my head was, it's a rainy day! <clears throat> Hallelujah, it's a rain! You know what I'm saying? Because back in Cape Town, people are still trying to wash in a bucket. I can shower for hours. <laughs> I can lay in a bath. How ten you guys are blessed. I know it's a terrible thing to say, but yo, it's been tough. Amen. And they turn around and they turn around. And we'll talk tomorrow about what happened in Canada when I was there, the last ministry, the one meeting I had. But they say, Akesh, why did you bring David here? Is my time up? Oh, thank God, because my sermon's also finished. Um, it's like really, my sermon's done, done, finished. Why did you bring this guy here? What happens if he turns on us? And he has the power to kill 10,000. That's what they were saying. Like, what do you mean? Watch this verse. Are you ready, church? This is the verse. Pastor, you can come join me. 1 Samuel 29, verse 5 says this. Is not this David, of whom they sang one to another in dances, saying, Saul has slew his thousand, and David has killed his ten thousand. Then Akish called David and said unto him, Surely as the Lord liveth, thou hast been upright. Look at this. Can you believe this? Your enemy. And going out and coming in with me. Verse 7. Therefore now, return and go in peace. Look at that. God would not even let David fight against the church. The anointing on that song was so powerful that it even commanded the enemy to say, no, go back to the house of God. Go back and serve God. Can everybody in this house just stand with me just for two to one minute? Just, just stand with me right now. I know it's difficult because we've been traditionally based and we understand the ethics of ministry. And I know we can't have the song every single day. And some of the song we have, like I've done tonight, can be just a good song. Are you with me? I mean, I made jokes about certain songs. Amen. I even took some worldly songs and turned it around. But that doesn't mean there's an anointing on it. It just means it's a song that's been with melody. But there are those songs that have a serious anointing on them. And it's those songs we want. Somebody say amen. You see, the reason why I gave all the other songs is to show you that not every song that is sung is a song that carries the anointing. Some just carry an opinion. Some carry an idea. It's a fun song. But the songs of the Lord, the true prophetic songs of the Lord, they touch and change atmospheres. They last longer than a normal song. There's three places the song went to. Number one, it went into the ears of Saul and it changed a position 
Number two, it went into the ears of Achish and it changed his perception of who this man was. And number three, it came into the camp of the Philistines and commanded David to go back and fulfill his destiny. The song of the Lord that is going to come into this house is going to be relevant. It's not going to just be a fun song or a song of just for fun or you know, just for the sake of singing another song. No, we want to birth a move of God. Somebody say amen. And in this move of God, when the Spirit of God comes down and overshadows your worshipers and overshadows this house, people are going to begin to hear a sound. It's not going to be the sound that's normal. It's going to be the sound of the heart of God. It's going to be a sound of divine agreement. So as you lift your hands, I want to minister to you right now, every person in this building. Father, I declare with the apostle of this house, with the pastor of this house, with the shepherd of this house, Father God, and over this amazing church, Father God, and over Apostle Neville Norton, Father God, and, and everything that we represent as a family, Father God, what we represent as brothers and sisters, Father. Father, we declare, Lord, even as Billy Graham has passed away, and he's gone to be with you and his mantle is going to return, God. And there's going to be a new flow of evangelism in the earth and a new celebration of great things that the earth has never seen, God. We also know, Father God, that you do nothing unless you reveal it to your servants, Father God. And you will not move, Father God, until there's a sound, God. So I thank you, Lord, there's a new sound coming in the mighty name of Jesus. A new sound coming over Parliament. A new sound coming over our children's lives, Father God. Lord, remove from our minds every worldly incantation. Remove from our minds every worldly song. Remove from our minds every song that is being perverted, God. And may the Spirit of God on the inside of us revert those melodies cancel those melodies so that the living word of God can begin to come out of our mouths so that we can sing songs of declaration sing songs of victory sing songs of prophetic work Father we thank you the prophetic words of God prophetic word will manifest to the song, Amen as we lift our hands, Father God, we prepare ourselves to be living sacrifices. We prepare ourselves to be a generation of worship, God. To worship you in spirit and in truth, God. That the truth will come out of us and through your spirit, God, we will sing to you a new song. We will sing a new sound, God. We realize tonight, Father God, that we can no longer hold back these musicians, God. But we need to let them become prophetic, God. But we also need to pray, God, that they would be anointed, Lord. That even though they start to sing about soul, they will stop and they will do something completely different. Something that is not expected by us, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that this church will be exciting. Hallelujah. I pray that every Sunday will be exciting, God. That, Lord, we will come to church, God, and we'll say, I wonder what's going to happen now. I wonder which eyes are going to see. I wonder what blind people are going to see. I wonder what miracle God's going to give us. I pray that every Sunday will be a supernatural Sunday, God. That we will not know what's going to happen, Lord. Our days of knowing that we're singing these songs, that we're singing this message, these days, Father God, are going to come to a pass, Father. God, by your Spirit, God, you're going to pick us up and carry us. Thank you, Lord, for the balance. Somebody say amen. 
Thank you, Lord, that you would give this man of God the wisdom to have the balance, God. Because anything in excessiveness can become abusive. Somebody say amen. You can't just have someone speaking in tongues the whole service. You've got to have balance. Tongue, interpretation, prophecy, good preaching, good worship, a good song of the Lord. You can't just rattle off in the song of the Lord the whole service. Eventually we'll be singing about pick and pay. The Lord anoint you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord preserve you. Tomorrow when we come into this building, there's going to be a lot of activity happening. I'm going to be here the whole night. Amen. Some of my prophetic guys will be here the whole night. Some of you who can't get to me, well, you got from 7 to 7 a.m. to come and get hold of me and say, hey, prof, come pray for me. Bring your phone. Who knows what God will say? Amen. I know that God is busy. Amen. And that God's got a word for every single person here. God's got something in store for you. I want you just quickly, just for 60 seconds, anoint this place in prayer for tomorrow. Amen. Will you do that with me? Corporately, can we do that together? We just anoint this place. You can just pray in the Holy Ghost and just pray. For every person that comes in here will get a touch from God. We just pray. Pastor Voto will lead us in 60 minutes of prayer. Amen. 60 minutes. I mean, 60 seconds of prayer. Amen. Yes, Lord, we want to honor you and thank you, Lord. May, may you be honored and glorified in everything that we do tonight and tomorrow. During the night, Lord, when we seek your presence and, and when we press in uh, with worship into your presence, Lord, may you be glorified, may you be honored and lifted up. Lord, we pray that you will change people's lives, change their circumstances. Lord, we pray that people will come here and will just uh, spend time in front of you, in, in, in front of your presence, Lord. And, and if they lay on their face, Lord, if they, if, they, if they press in, that you will meet them, that you will change them supernaturally. Lord, we pray for healing in bodies. Lord, that you will heal people. Lord, we, will, we, we, we pray that there will be a creative flow from the Holy Spirit. And that the, the, the Holy Spirit will help people that, that is artistic and that want to dance on the song of the Lord, that they will dance. When they paint, they will uh, be under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And when the prophets start prophesying over people's lives, that they will change their, their emotions, their, 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 their attitudes, Lord, that they will be healing spirit, soul, and body in their lives. Lord, we pray that even the children that will be here will be anointed and changed. Lord, we pray for a new generation to come and receive an, account, an encounter with, with God and, and just spend time with God. Lord, may we make space, literally a space for them to experience you in a new way. Not in an old uh, way of thinking, but in a new way to experience church and to be in your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's give the Lord a, a praise offering. Amen. Amen. So, guys, I, I want to invite you again tomorrow, 7 o'clock. 
come comfortable, uh, dress comfortable, bring a pillow with, bring uh, a blanket with, with if you like. Uh, if you're a painter, bring your paint and a canvas with. Uh, bring your journal because you're going to write stuff that the Lord is saying to you. Uh, and, and we've also got a recording studio at the back, Yaku. Uh, so if there's a song that the Lord lays in your heart, uh, the musicians, uh, I won't be singing tomorrow. I'm so glad. I, I was a bit nervous, uh, Prophet Andre, that, that you're going to call me up front and let me sing something. Uh, uh, they, no, they'll mute. They know that. Uh, <laughs> they'll know how to mute the mic if that's, that happens. So... Uh, but there's, there's a recording studio at the back. So if you've got a song of the Lord, then uh, let's record that and hear what the Lord says if, if you know that that one needs to be recorded. So there's an there's a excitement in my heart about what the Lord will be doing. And come expectant for the Lord to meet you tomorrow. Praise God. Lord, I pray that you will bless each one here. Lord, thank you that you are the God of hope. And that you give us joy and peace through our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray that through the work of the Holy Spirit, that you will increase the hope in us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Can I ask, I just feel in my heart, uh, Prophet Andre, that you need to minister to praise and worship leaders now a little bit. Is that all right? Uh, praise and worship leader, if you're a praise and worship leader in our church, uh, a praise and worshiper, if you play the guitar, the drums or anything, a musician, you need to come to the front. If you're not and you're hiding away, but you've got the talent, you need to be in front here. And we're just going to spend a little bit of time with the worshipers and minister to them. They usually get skipped over for ministry. And, and tonight we're going to spend a little, time, little bit of time with them. The rest of you can go and have coffee and uh, uh, enjoy your time in the foyer there. But can the worshipers please come to the front and, and, and just spend some time with the prophet? Thank you. So come, come, come on. Pastor Darby's going to join me and just pray for guys. Hallelujah. Do I need the mic?